0: Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life.
1: Today we have feedback from Herb, who says... So, an interesting point on science outdating books
0: and your Clark Lantham series. So this is from the Adjusting History, Future Histories on the Fly thing? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, he's read my Clark Lantham series.
1: I read the first book relatively recently. Enough that the fact that there is measurable not... That there is measurable... Enough that the fact that there is measurable DNA... (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think it's recently enough that there is, is all one clause.
1: I read the first book recently, enough that the fact that there is measurable Neanderthal DNA in certain human populations was well known. How well known enough that some white supremacist types were claiming that the high percentage in Europe was why whites were more supreme? God, people will just turn anything into a stupid hobby horse, won't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Not a great thing in and of itself, but a good marker for spread, I think. Yet, the promise didn't ring false. If anything, that knowledge sold the premise on the, sure, you could do this with modern human women and fetuses. It came off as, what happens when we, re- when we replace the modern human DNA with the rest of the Neanderthal set instead of, oops, Dan wrote this and science passed him by. Well, that's good to know. I suspect- I'm so glad it still holds up. I think that's one of the reasons that, uh, one of the reasons that the story works is that, uh, Naya quite passes as, as human and just, she's just a little bit different from everybody else, but nobody can put a picture on why, or nobody can put a finger on why. It's just, she's a little bit different.
0: (laughs) Ah, that's a relief. I've actually been worried about that one and it's, and to have it, uh. If it reads as a misfire, to have it reading as a misfire in book one is just, like, bad for the series. But that it reads as a, as a
1: good prediction, actually, makes me much happier. Herb continues, I suspect that is true of a lot of past science in books from a future history. At least with edge or experimental tech, it comes across as something people tried while figuring out what we know. Then the author got it wrong.
0: Oh, that's a really good way to look at it. I think, Herb, that you're one of my new favorite people. Uh, you shall go into the pantheon of favorite people. I'll make a caricature of you and put a shrine around it in my writing space because you're the reason <laughs> that bullshit <laughs> artists like me can stay in business.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> we don't have enough space in our writings, in, in our. Inner uh... Peeny little RV. Yeah. Well, thank you so
0: much, Herb. And, uh, remember everybody, the Heinlein Juveniles Kickstarter is down to its final days, so tell all your friends. Let's see if we can't get this thing up to the point where I have to do all the audiobooks, too, because that would be amazing! Uh, both personally, financially, and I'm always, always excited about having an excuse to do more audiobooks, so... That would be cool. Heinleinsecrets.com. Check it out. And, uh...